Hello, and welcome to the Rooted to Truth podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Dickinson, and this is the very first episode of Rooted to Truth. I'm so excited that you are with us today. And I guess what I am most excited for is today's discussion, because we are going to be talking about truth in general. And I guess my main question for for the day is going to be, what is truth? So that being said, let's get started, shall we? So what is truth and where does it originate? Throughout history, many great intellectuals have tried to answer these questions. Very few, however, have succeeded in such an endeavor. Unfortunately, all too many have failed to comprehend truth simply because they seek it in the wrong places. In fact, in today's world, the definition for truth has been altered to mean just about whatever people wish for it to mean. The world has tried to portray truth as being a flexible medium rather than a firm foundation. It's common to hear the phrase, my truth, nowadays, when one describes what they believe to be correct. People uttering such phrases claim that truth is subjective rather than objective. For example, philosophies such as nihilism and relativism reject the rudimentary principles of life and instead teach that all truth is fluid. If you're like me, you're probably asking yourself, what is nihilism and relativism? Before researching these philosophies, the only thing I knew was that they sounded mundane and depressing, which is unsurprisingly 100% correct. Nihilism teaches that nothing exists, including absolute truth, and life is essentially pointless. Whereas relativism teaches that truth and morality are indefinite cultural standards that are subject to change. The irony is that they're asserting an absolute claim when stating that absolute truth does not exist. If your mind is having a hard time understanding these ways of thinking, don't worry because you're certainly not alone. These arguments bring forth confusion because they have no ultimate authority to anchor themselves to. They simply cannot find the truth because they do not go to the source. Truth is only found in the word of God, for God is the source of all knowledge and understanding. In fact, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verses 22 to 30, We are given a personified message from knowledge itself, saying, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning, before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, Before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. 
when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. So according to the Bible, knowledge and truth have always existed. Moreover, they are one with God. And since God is the uncreated creator, just as he has always been, so will truth always be. This concept can also be affirmed by reading John 1.1, which says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The last portion of that sentence reinforces the fact that God and his word, which is truth, are one and the same. Is it not crucial then to know what God's word says? If we read God's word, we can learn about the fulfillment of his promise for redemption. In John 1.14, where it says the word was made flesh and dwelt among men, the scripture is confirming the fulfillment of God's promise to send an atonement for our sins. The atoner the passage speaks of is no other than Jesus Christ, the Messiah. In John 14, 6, Jesus himself states, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I just want to take a second to really reiterate the fact that he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. By these things, we come to understand that Jesus is God incarnate. He is the great I am. If the Father being God is truth, and Jesus is truth, then the only way to obtain truth is through following Jesus. That all being said, a combination of that which I have learned about the past and that which is transpiring in the present has made me deeply burdened for the future of this country. I touched on this in the podcast trailer, which as a side note, if you haven't listened to that, please do. Of course, not in the middle of listening to this, finish this and then go watch that. <laughs> or listen to that. But America's identity is under attack by the ideologies of darkness, and American citizens have not been equipped for defense. That is why I want to address the principles of biblical citizenship here on Rooted to Truth. I want for us to all grow together in knowledge so that we can be the light in the darkness. In addition to the spiritual battle that is constantly at play, we are also experiencing war in the temporal realm, but the battle is being fought on unconventional fronts. The battlegrounds are our schools, churches, and government establishments. We are fighting a culture war, and the soul of America is the element of dispute. For this reason, truth must be the foundation for our lives. We must seek it with all diligence because it will keep us from stumbling. Ephesians 4 verses 17 through 19 says, This I say, 
Therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. Honestly, the first questions that come to mind are why are they futile in their minds, number one? What caused that? And a little further down in the passage, Paul answers this question by stating that it is because of their blindness in heart and ignorance. Blindness in heart produces futility of the mind. That is why in Proverbs 4.23, the Bible says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Another question that comes to mind is, what do the scriptures mean by ignorance? We know that God is a good and perfect judge, so it would seem abnormally hasty for him to give someone over before first having absolute truth made known. But the Bible tells us that knowledge is made known before it can be rejected or accepted. So how is it that their minds are given over if they weren't truly ignorant? Well, the answer can be found by doing a word study of ignorance in the context of this excerpt. In Ephesians 4.18, the word ignorant translates to willful blindness. The people spoken of in this portion of scripture have been willfully rejecting God, rejecting truth, and therefore submitting their minds to the darkening of understanding. Another perfect example displaying the rejection of truth can be found by studying postmodernism. The following information is from an article titled Truth, which can be found on newdiscourses.com. I'll include the link for the article in the podcast description so you guys can go and check that out for yourselves. But postmodern thinking is, and I quote, openly hostile and radically skeptical of these understandings of truth and sees truth as entirely a matter of human contingencies. Speaking on my own now, I'd say that anything accepted as truth in postmodernism is first and foremost seen as subjective and is socially validated by culture rather than objectively tested through truth. This line of thinking is in direct opposition to positivism, which teaches that truth can be discovered and is a universal constant. The main problem is that under postmodernism, a central point of origin is void from their equation of life, thereby causing all of their calculations to vary. They are missing the truth factor, which can only be found through the person of Jesus Christ. So why would people reject a confidence in truth? Why throw off all reason and logic only to cling to uncertainty and confusion? That makes absolutely no sense. God tells us in Isaiah 1.18, come and let us reason together. He doesn't ask that we accept anything blindly. We can test the reality and assurance of the Bible. It can be put to the test just as all other lines of scientific study and is verifiable as ultimate truth through the reoccurring transformations of heart that are made witness 
as living proof. It all goes back to the matter of the heart. In Proverbs 18.2, it says, A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. When we believe to be true, only that which agrees with our hearts. We will always walk in darkness and deception. Emotion is a given, but it cannot be the source for our understanding. Truth is the only reliable source. When our emotion aligns with truth, we can be certain to experience peace and joy as a result from such an occurrence. When emotion rejects truth, anxiety and depression are surely to follow. That is why the Bible exclaims that we must get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. That's from Proverbs 4, 5 through 6. Emotion is the dry soil that is nutrient deficient and is easily swept away by the storms of life. We should not live off the whims of emotion, which are only ever at surface level as the dust from the dry soil. Instead, let our hearts and minds be grounded in truth, which is the deepest part of the soil where nutrients are rich in abundance and life-giving. This truth, which is only rooted in Jesus. That concludes today's discussion. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to stay up to date with the latest content, then please be sure to follow me on Instagram. My username handle is at Mackenzie Dickinson, which I will also include in the description. Just wanted to also inform you that my next episode is set to launch on February 14th, which is a Monday. And for the first few months, my plan is going to be to release every other week, but uh, rest assured it will get to every week and Lord willing, hopefully that will increase too. But um, yes, that's the game plan as of right now. Just wanted to let you know. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And um, I will catch you next time. But until then, I pray God's blessings be poured out upon you.